Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Graham Souness, midfielder, football legend and the most Christmassy man in the world. Play for Spurs, Borough, Liverpool, Sampdoria and Rangers. Manage Liverpool, Rangers, Newcastle and Galatasaray, amongst others. Six league titles, three European Cups, winner of Body Beautiful, a Butlin summer camp some point in the 60s. We're going to come to that. And of course, author. But let's see what the book club thought in today's The Football Book Club. To start a book that way. Oh. Within two paragraphs, he goes from almost killing his friend with an axe <laughs> to winning Body Beautiful, a Butlin. I have ants in my pants, as they say in Scotland. And everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he told some great stories tell us one then he's probably killed a man has glen Roder picked up his christmas tree yet book 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 christmas 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 yes christmas cool wow no wow hello and welcome to the football book club where each week we read yet another forgotten obscure or just plain dodgy's footballer's autobiography so you don't have to I'm James Bug, and over the series, we've read such classics as Darren Huckabee's Hucks, Jason McAteer's Blood, Sweat and McAteer, and Gary Monk's Loud, Proud and Positive. And today, you know, as it's Christmas, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to be reading a book by a man who positively oozes Christmas spirit and goodwill. Today, we are reading Football, My Life, My Passion by Captain Christmas himself, Mr. Graham Souness. And with me, I'm joined by our book group... Jack Bernhardt. Hello. Amy Lawson. Hello. And James Balgen. Hello. How are we all? Christmassy! Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Why are you feeling so Christmassy? I'm wearing a big Christmas jumper. Okay, cool. Um, what other things have we got? <laughs> I feel like it's been Christmas for about uh, three months. I don't know. Yes. It's been non-stop Christmas constantly, and now we finally feel like we're here. Yep. And I'm so excited to be talking about this Christmas ghoul. The book is a Christmas miracle. <laughs> the book is a Christmas miracle. Yeah. Getting through it is a Christmas miracle. The, I think the reason we feel so Christmassy is because we've had this Christmassy book oh, to make us absolutely so much cheer, so much jelly in my belly. Jingle bells. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, I never want to hear oozing and Graham Sunas in the same sentence ever again. Well, Scuff tough luck, because you're going to hear that over and over and over. <laughs> the oozing Graham Sunas. <laughs> um, over the show, we're going to be going into more... Oh, hello. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Merry Flemmas. Oh, well, <laughs> Flemmy Christmas. <laughs> over the show, we're going to be going into more depth about the book, chapter by chapter. We're going to be doing a dramatic reading. Yeah. Uh Ken's got us a Christmas song. Yes. Oh, we got a quiz at the end. Some other little games and some Christmas fun along the way. Oh, that oh. sounds so ominous. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, actually. Um, I've managed to buy some Graham Sooners official Christmas crackers. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anyone want to pull one with me? Do, uh, do they have a, like a perm or a moustache on them? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, every, yeah. Every, every gift is a perm coat. <laughs> so. 
This is for um, your this is for your perm. This is for your moustache. <laughs> the aggression go. is already One, two, there. Three. Yeah, oh, you win. There's a there's a Graham Stevens cracker joke actually at the top. Okay, you, you can just read that out. Here we go. <laughs> knock knock. Who's, Who's there? there? A Premier League footballer. A Premier, Premier League, League footballer, footballer who? A Premier League footballer who doesn't realise how lucky he is to be a professional in this day and age. It's disgraceful. <laughs> and a, a great Graham Sooners cracker joke. It's not a, <laughs> not a big laugher, i got to say. <laughs> I think they're all going to be much the same. <laughs> and uh, you've got a prize, actually, as well in there. Your prize, do you want to know what it is? Yes, please. Your prize is you are going to get a Glen Roda Christmas tree update. <gasps> From Tom at Sellers Farm himself. <laughs> oh my God! So you might remember that um, Glenn, we've over the few weeks uh, we had we were contacted by a chap called Tom Farmer Tom at Sellers Farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glen Roder comes every year to get his Christmas tree. Glen Roder, the greatest villain in football book club history. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Indeed. Huge. Villain. Well, not according to Tom though. Remember, we're going to no, get no, no, no. Yeah, 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 I know. But yeah, but according to Darren Huckabee, in our narrative, so. he is <laughs> pure evil. Pure evil. I agree. Um, so. Uh, Last time we spoke to him, there was no Christmas tree picked up yet. Uh, you ready to ring uh, Farmer Tom? Yes, please. Farmer Tom. Let's do it. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. What have you done? All right, so this month's Christmas trees. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so Straight official. Straight the promo. <laughs> so, Tom, how are you today? You good? Yes, yes, very good. You all well? We're very well. We're well, yeah. thank, thank you. We're, we're on the edge of our seats. That's true. Are, are, are you on the farm at the moment as we talk? On the farm. On the farm. Okay. Been busy today. Yeah, busy today. Mm. Okay. Weekend, uh, I guess. It's the last minute. Get rid of them all this weekend. So. Yeah. Oh. What no happens chance. to the dead trees? You could be disappointed. Okay. Oh, no. oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Do you put them in a wood chopper? Jesus Christ. <laughs> but keep before, it light. Before we get to that grisly image, uh, <laughs> we are going to find out what everyone has been waiting for. Has Glen Roder picked up his Christmas tree yet? Oh my gosh! Oh, wow. Glen Roder has been in. Oh! oh! All right, Amazing. Glenn. I think, I think he was a bit earlier. That he was a bit earlier this year. So, but I think you told me last time Glen was really into horses. Now, any any horse yeah. chat? Yeah, he's into, into his horses. Glen's Glen's been coming in to us, I think, for fifteen years. Wow! Wow! Does he ever come in for non-Christmas tree things? Uh, a couple of times he came in um, for horse horse related. Okay. Related, um, Do you sell horse-shaped Christmas trees? <laughs> <laughs> you buy, you buy, if you buy 100 trees, you get a free horse. <laughs> what a great profit. Yeah. Oh, God, I Wait, love but, that idea. Like, how many ho- he has to yeah. be alive 100 years. Yeah, that's <laughs> or you have to buy... Like, I really appeal to the family soon. Um, yeah, the little girl said, I want a, I want a pony this Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I say, well... I can help you out. Yeah. <laughs> Just get yeah. festive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I think you should do? Yeah. You should ring up the chap who sells Darren Huckabee a Christmas tree oh. and find out whether he's a nice guy. That's a very good point. <clears throat> Don't come up with ideas for my show. <laughs> <laughs> that is genius. I'm backing Glenn all the way. Um, well, Tom, thank you so much for giving us this Glenn Roder update. We can all rest easy now. We know yeah. Glenn's picked up his Christmas tree. This was great. Thank yeah. you. Um, Glenn's been sorted for another year. Another year. I'm uh, glad to hear. We'll, we'll chat to you next Christmas, I guess. I've got something to look forward to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 On that happy note, Merry Christmas, Tom. Merry Christmas, Tom. Merry Christmas. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. Glenn.
I feel so dirty now having chanted Glenn Roder's name on this podcast. Yeah, sorry, Darren. I'm yeah, so sorry. That's disgusting. Let's head over to our friends at Amazon. We, we've, we've kept them in business for another year with our yes. four <laughs> copies of Graham Sooner's books. Um, were there You're any pages missing from this one? No, I actually had all my uh, pages and some. Did you want Sadly. some? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted fewer. Sadly, it was a complete book. Yeah. Um, let's head over to the reviews. The book actually has a very good 4.3 stars from 71 reviews. That's too many reviews. A lot of and reviews. And they're too high. Um, this review I've got uh, is from Peter B. Four stars. Uh, good, steady, red. <laughs> which I think is and and the D is in a, ca- is a capital D he is a, he is, he is a, a red he is a good steady red I think he means read okay. but uh, uh, he, he was it, both work yeah. um, good book which was fairly easy reading nothing startling but a typical read about the life of a top player who is now into media presentations <laughs> Media presentations—that's what you call punditry. Yeah. yeah, I love the idea of him doing just uh, Graham Sinners doing PowerPoint presentations <laughs> down the street, being spinning like, pictures yeah. on the next slide. Uh, this one is a uh, stopper, so uh, star wipe, another star wipe, star another star wipe. wipe. I just love media presentations. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, by the way, he can be trusted. Peter B. He gave a five-star review to two different flavors of protein shakes. Oh, that's mm. good. Into it. One was banana. Sporty. The other one might be yeah. chocolate. He's a chocolate guy. Um, but now we know what Peter B thinks. <laughs> let's go around the group in a sentence or two. What did you think of the book? Uh, let's start with Amy. Um, well then, <laughs> uh, remember Peter B liked it. Peter yeah. B liked it. You can't you can't knock him for yeah. media presentations. He He's very good. Yeah. You can knock him, however, for book writing. Oh, oh. sick bird, sick bird. Oh, 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 oh. What a segue. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm not a massive fan of his punditry, and I wanted to put that aside and mm. be very unbiased towards mm. this book. And yet, he let me down. Oh, Graham. Mm. I'm so sorry. How dare you, Graham. So I was excited to learn about him as a player. Sure. And then the first chapter is about him as a pundit. And I was mm. like, okay, that's what that's what this is going to be, is it? You're going to remind me about all but, the reasons why I hate you. But that's mm. what people know uh, him for. I the know, moment. but it's so. Wow. I mean, we're going to get into this. But mm. like, I still think the structure of the book, to start a book that way. Oh, I agree. And we, we should mention yeah. he has written a few other books, or at, yeah. le- at least one other book. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think two, yeah. Yeah, and he's, yeah. he's got a big, he had a big, he's had a big old career. A couple of romance novels. Um, mm. Yeah. Mil- yeah. Mills and Boone. Yeah, Mills and Boone. Yeah. Just starring men with uh, perms and horrible moustaches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this wasn't a perm, though. Real. Oh, yeah, That's it's true. true. Yeah. He's very, he's very he's keen very to say keen. that. Yeah. Yeah, so really a, randomly yeah. says yeah, that as well. A, uh, just so you know, a lot of other people have perms. I didn't. It was real. <laughs> I feel like Mine Jen- couldn't be stopped. <laughs> I kept trying to shave it off. It w- kept on growing. <laughs> we, um, I think James and I should have slightly different opinions, though, because he is a... Well, he's a Liverpool legend for sure yeah and uh he was a spurs kid very well uh very highly thought of at spurs yeah. at the time he's always very complimentary about Tottenham. i find yeah. in general um james do you enjoy it no <laughs> <laughs> well see this is good because yeah. we've you know the other liverpool legend we did you gave a ridiculous you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gave a very high uh, mark to and so there was yeah. an element of oh can you be trusted with Liverpool legends but it's good to see yeah. James can be trusted James can be trusted yeah because... you're a regular Peter B yeah <laughs> do you think it's Peter Beardsley uh, oh interesting <laughs> into his protein Peter I would think Peter Beardsley no yeah. <laughs> Bulking up for Christmas. Yeah. Imagine a completely jacked Peter Beardsley. Same Good, hair. solid, <laughs> red. Good, solid, red. 
why didn't you like the book? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah. I mean, right, so yeah, he was a Looper legend, but there, there are a whole host of Looper legends from that era who is before my time, so yeah. I don't really have an appreciation for that. I'm aware of them. Yeah. So yeah. as a player, before my time. As a manager, not particularly well thought of all around. Mm. As a pundit, don't like him either. So yeah. the yeah. same thing, I thought, I'll read this, maybe I'll learn a little bit more about him and see actually what he's like. Maybe he's got some funny anecdotes. Learn a bit about the man. No, not no. that. Um, shall I read what the book promises inside? Oof. Graham Souness has racked up getting on for 50 years in and around the world of professional football. That is what? That, that sentence, genuinely, <laughs> as soon as I read that on the back, I was like, okay, I know what, what kind of book. <laughs> yeah. Strap it really in. Knows. It's so like, because Graham Souness loves a subordinate clause. He yeah. loves like terrible phrases just bashed into other ones. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, either he likes it or Douglas Alexander likes it. Who, uh, who is or, the editor? Who is the editor? Yeah. And oh, it's just so hard to read you have to read the same sentence over and over yeah. again to get a sense of exactly what he's saying and yeah i've just seen jack open his book and the words that were written there were dull 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 on <laughs> <laughs> that so the last page i've written dull 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 i got so angry at this book i really infuriated me sorry well, i did something great. a little bit different with this book I tell, oh tell me yeah reveal for the first time this one oh i got the kindle version by the way and oh. amy sometimes gets As the kindle always. version you can get the audiobook. <gasps> yes, you can. So I got both because <gasps> there was a there was a, there was a time when I was going to be driving. Was there a deal like a hundred Christmas listen. trees for a, <laughs> for an audiobook? So I listened to someone well. while I was driving. To so who reads it? Yeah. Oh, Angus, somebody can't remember. No, Angus Deaton. It's not Angus even Deaton. him. <laughs> no, it's oh, no. yeah. it's just no. an angry. Was he Scottish? Yeah. Oh. Um, I think it's fundamentally bizarre to uh, do an audiobook out of an autobiography and yeah. not read it yourself. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I expected it to be him, but yeah. Was he playing Graham I, <laughs> I think it says a lot that on two occasions I was listening to it and fell asleep and I wasn't tired. When you were oh, driving? Oh my no, God. No, no. <laughs> I killed yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and fell asleep when I wasn't even tired. I was wow. listening to it twice. That's how that was. Wow, that's not great. Um, the live form Glasgow Rangers legends has written a perceptive and opinionated autobiography. It chronicles one of the most successful and colourful careers in the history of British football. In many ways, football, my life, my passion is the story of the last half century of British football writ large. <laughs> Do we agree with that? <laughs> Well, oh, it chronicles, God. but not chronologically either. So it jumps all over the place. And it, it doesn't go into much depth. It, and it, does, no depth. it goes into zero depth. <laughs> what I'd like to talk about, uh, is Graham Sooner smiling on the front? I oh, can't tell. It is one not. of the hardest things to stare at. For, yeah. I, I, think I, I have, hate it so much. It's really hard to know. I think that's a smile for Sooner. S, 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 S for mm, S. <laughs> it's not a smile. It's, it's not a smile. I think no he smile, looks no like... Smile? No. no. He looks like the bad guy from The Bug's Life, the <gasps> grasshopper. Oh my god, he does! He looks wow. exactly what like... an observation, that's true. He um, really does. The guy mm. from A Bug's Life is slightly more likeable. <laughs> there is an index, again. Um, oh, I mean, some of the index uh, quotations are unbelievable. Yeah, uh, four things I noticed were uh, Erdogan, Iran, <laughs> women spectators, and Klaus Lundekvam. <laughs> uh, let's get into the book. So, uh, the first chapter called Lucky Man, which I thought was kind of... Is he being sarcastic? Yeah. He doesn't sound very lucky. Yeah. There's a there's a quote on page six, uh, which says, uh, I would just like the players to realise that the kind of money and adulation that they get today is not because they are great players. It's just a great time to be involved in football and television has a large part to play in that. So... <laughs> 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 Ah, 
he is I mean he is bizarre about television like he is like his level of being he's obsessed with talking about like how good Sky are they're fabulous he talks about like at one point saying oh you know it's fantastic we did the initial group games in Isleworth that mm-hmm. was fun in the studio and then we went abroad and it's like it becomes like an advert for Sky yeah it's very yeah, strange really yeah so it's, bizarre. it's a strange way to kick off the book yeah it's basically like 20 pages saying hey appreciate TV more yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you doing yeah and, the, and he gets really annoyed at like players who like want a private life yeah <laughs> like, you yeah. should obviously be on demand for us all the time we're paying your wages yeah how are you covering your bo- like the, the whole oh. thing about how they yeah. cover their mouths he's when like, they're having conversations oh, yeah. he's, he's like, like how dare yeah. you we want to see that we, we want to see your lips every second yeah. you're saying <laughs> give us your fucking lips yeah. <laughs> so desperate to know what they're saying yeah, yeah he is just, tell, just take your underwear tell, <laughs> what are you saying are you talking about me I bet you're talking about me <laughs> This wouldn't have been lighter than Graham Sooness's time. <laughs> He's also really pissed off at the fact that how amazing job that they do when they're when they're you know talking nonsense about football and that they get the sandwiches that are curled up at the end <laughs> and they're put in a tiny little box in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Despite the fact that our opinions are the best opinions. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. He gets like, oh, these have definitely been not been made today. These sandwiches. Yeah. Like, as if like I'm sitting there watching like Sky Sports, thinking, I hope these people are wealthy. <laughs> I well, really hope these people are welfare. But he says all that, and he always goes like, "Well, sometimes they don't even give us the best seats to watch games at." Yeah. So that doesn't sound again. He's he's for, he's a lucky man. He's get yeah. to work on this amazing game, but he still he's, was like, "Well, they put us in stupid seats at the Bernabeu." Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. At least he didn't sure, have to buy like, the sandwiches like Gary Monk. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jesus, yeah. Gary Monk not only had to buy sandwiches, he had to buy a pack of sandwiches for a whole room of people and then steal them away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, also, I mean, clearly the best bit of the of the first bit is where he talks about how when Carl Tevez refused to play against yes. Manchester City, yeah, um, he talks about how his criticism of Carlos Tevez, he says here that that was the marker that he put down that night, and it was important for football in this country. Which is one of those things where it's like he he criticised Tevez for, for not playing. Yeah, like I think like most people did, but it was as if Graham Sooners was yeah, the was... person who stood up and went, "No, no more, Carlos, you play for your team." It's a bit like when um Kennedy died. It's one of those things. Where yeah. do you remember where you were when uh, Graham Sooners <laughs> called uh, Carlos Tevez a disgrace? It changed football it changed forever. Everything at that point, because up to that point, I quite liked foreigners. And yeah. then, yeah, well, he's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. come he's on, ship him out. out. I made a list of all the people he ranted at on the first 50 pages because I couldn't I, I couldn't keep up with the people he rants about <laughs> after that. Carlos Tevez, as we mentioned. People who call Mauricio Pochettino young. <laughs> also, nobody ever does that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Pochettino is so young. <laughs> yeah. What a young man. He's brightly here. Yeah. Such a chip on the shoulder. Players not respecting television. Um, the seats <laughs> they get for some Sky games. The reformed Champions League. Uh, the future changes of the Champions League. <laughs> The layout of the new camp, Ital- Italian teams not winning enough European Cups, an old lady who didn't like his players getting mud on the floor. Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, anything else from uh, that? Fa- oh, there was one thing in the first chapter I wanted to bring up. Um, no. He's worrying about illegal streaming, probably because of the effect on his oh. revenue. He said, if people can watch it and are no longer tied to Sky or BT, if they can pull it down from a satellite and not pay for it. Does he think that yeah. <laughs> we're hacking into satellites? Like, okay. Oh, they probably got like an astronaut up there. One of them illegal astronauts flying up there, pulling them satellites down, taking it to the dark web. It's it's so bizarre. There is also a sentence where he says, we've only just scratched the surface of the relationship between TV and football. <laughs> like it's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> but like it's David Attenborough being like as we go deeper underground <laughs> oh. 
There's a bit as well where he's talking about Richard Keys and he doesn't seem to realise that Richard Keys has an earpiece in with a producer telling him things. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard Keys has got an amazing memory. <laughs> he can remember quotes and score lines from three, four years ago just off the top of it. No, there's a producer telling him, giving him prompts, Graham. What do you think that thing is in his ear? Yeah. Sometimes he talks to himself and says, OK, we've got to go to commercial. I have no idea what he means by that. <laughs> And he never looks at me. He's always looking straight down this big box here, around me. Richard, Richard, yeah. Richard, Richard, look at me. Uh, uh, I'm going to move on to the second chapter. Well, he ends oh. the first chapter like an influencer. Yes, he does. Yes, I yes, actually yes. wrote hashtag blessed. Why? Right, what did you say? The very last sentence of that chapter is, I am so blessed. <laughs> hashtag blessed. Hashtag fuck God, I lost yeah. Second chapter. Young Graham. Young, young, young Graham. Uh, so young. Very young. I thought this was the best chapter, actually. Uh, going to Spurs and then Borough uh, and his experience as a young kid. Uh, he, I kind of. It was nice that he wrote... Um, I had a very nice childhood. Yeah, very that was nice. child, Which I don't understand, because how has he turned into a psychopath? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you, Graham? <laughs> he, there is a bit in this first chapter where he talks about his, um, his brothers. Yes. And he says, uh, he's four years older than Billy, who's four years older than me. Uh, I still speak to them regularly, but I'm my own man, and I always have been. <laughs> <laughs> as if... Back off, Billy! As if, like, we got to... I still speak to them regularly, and you'd think, like, oh, this, this Graham's serious is probably just a little wimp, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He's probably just a little doormat being walked all over by his, by his brothers. Such a weird decision. Such to be a like, weird... <laughs> Um, n- don't think I'm not top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing will top uh, this, uh, this this flow of paragraphs. Uh, he goes uh, from... Uh, within two paragraphs, he goes from almost killing his friend with an axe to winning <laughs> body beautiful at Butlins. Which I still don't understand. A lot of this book is written like a dream. Yeah. Like, yes. Like where he sort of will suddenly mention something and you go, well, what does that have to do with it? <laughs> yeah. The body beautiful bit is particularly confusing. Shall I, shall I go th- shall I read those two paragraphs? Please, please read that. Another time, our next door neighbour Norman and I were throwing a pickaxe in the garden as you do <laughs> oh Norman but when I accidentally hit him with it by accident when I actually hit him with it by accident it glanced off his head which was quite a scary moment for him <laughs> for him yeah. not for me I was fine I walked yeah. off yeah. I've got brothers mate I don't care <laughs> I also broke my collarbone at school I was messing around with someone on my shoulders and as I fell he fell on top of me one summer I went with a friend and his family on a holiday to Butlins and won the body beautiful competition there what does that have to okay <laughs> the prize was a week's holiday the following year so my mum and dad had to save up to take me I put them under some pressure there so hang on, so it, it doesn't it comes from nowhere. That you think comes... that you just picked that out, rat? That then doesn't go on to describe or explain anything. Do we know what the body beautiful is? No, no. Uh, I think it's basically well. First of all, very creepy because he's probably about fifteen. Yeah. This kind of time, I think it's where you. It's like a body. You show off your body. You, sure. you bronze your muscles and show them. Make off. her beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Make your body beautiful. Make your body beautiful. So wait, was the problem that he couldn't go on his own? The prize was a week's holiday the following year, so my mum and dad had to save up to take me. So they had to. Yeah, take me. He's a kid. Yeah, I, guess, I yeah. that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I could... just find that so bizarre. Well, we've got to have the reigning champion of body beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that fourteen-year-old boy doesn't come along. Sixty-year-olds are buttons. Me fuming. <laughs> Where's the hot guy from last year? Where's that hot teenager? <laughs> oh god, That's so weird. Oh, also, I just realised he didn't go with his. Friend, he didn't go with his family the first time. He went with a friend and their friend, family. Yeah. What a bizarre decision oh, to, to go into that competition. <laughs> Having a you great take my time. clothes off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you just wait there. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. And then going back to home to his own family and going, just so you know, um, yeah. Next year we got to go back there. Because they all voted. I have the sexiest body <laughs> from everyone there. So, 
You're never going to Butlins again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did what? You're going to have to get a third job. Are you sure it was Butlins? <laughs> <laughs> also, I really like the idea that, that that might be the same that might be the same best friend who got hit in the head with a pickaxe. Yeah. <laughs> he throws a pickaxe at his best friend and says, Oi, take me to Butlins. I want to I win a body beautiful competition. <laughs> Just later in that page, he also says um, he finds it hard to sit down and watch 90 minutes of football. I have ants in my pants, as they say in Scotland. Yeah. And everywhere. (laughs) This is like Alexandra Burke bringing elephant in the room to the UK. You're like, no, it's the same phrase, Graham. We all use it. Can I tell you a funny story about um, my girlfriend? Uh, Uh So my girlfriend's German. Uh, just a little bit of context. I told her Ants My Pants was a saying. She didn't believe me. Oh. And then she went to work the next day and tried to use it because she thought, um, okay, cool. If it's something people say in England, let's <laughs> oh, do it. No. She oh. forgot the saying and she said, guys, I've got bees in my bum. Do you need to ring someone? <laughs> Don't sit down. Oh. Oh. Got bees in my bum. That's so good. That's so, good. That's that so adorable. Mistranslation. As they say in Scotland, I've got bees in my bum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bees in my bum. Um, so before he goes to Tottenham, he has a lot of trials at clubs. Um, what I think this is my favourite sentence of the whole book. I also had a trial for West Bromwich Albion at Whitley Bay in the winter. We played in a constant sleet and it was blowing a gale too. My short sleeve shirt didn't provide much protection, although I greatly enjoyed my first prawn cocktail during that trip. <laughs> Highlight. I remember that. Well, yeah. This is what I mean. It feels like a dream where you're sort of midway through a dream. You're like, okay, you're in West Brom. You're wearing a short sleeve shirt. Here's a prawn cocktail. Okay, moving on. Oh, God, I hate this dream. You're in Butlins. You're throwing pickaxe. Yeah. What's happening? So he's at Tottenham. He plays at Tottenham. Bill Nicholson really, really rates him. So Bill Nicholson is a great Spurs manager, yeah. double winning manager at Tottenham. Mm. Uh, and yeah, he really rates him. He doesn't want him to go. But Sunas doesn't really... First of all, he doesn't like being in London not playing because he yeah. really rates himself and that's quite a good quality as yeah. you can tell from the way he rates himself. Although, again... I mean, he, he Well, how do you mean in a good quality? Like, or... He was like, I should be playing above all of these first team players. And you think, that's yeah. a terrible attitude but to also, have But also, he says, like earlier on, oh, players these days, if you've only played 10 games for the club, suddenly you think you should have an opinion. He sure. is a walking contradiction, the man. He oh, is, but yeah. I guess uh, he's... Uh, uh, the thing in Sunas' defence, I think, here, is that he did go on to be a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant player. So so obviously he oh, knew he was yeah. going to be one of the best Absolutely. players. Absolutely, have patience like everyone else. Yeah, he talks about Harry Kane was let out on loan. I guess you know yeah. whatever. It's, it's just this thing where you're like, he, it seems like he's got three different personalities: one as a player, one as a manager, one as a pundit, and they mm. none of them talk to each other. <laughs> it's this so, is so weird. True. Like his two brothers just. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! I'm my own man. I'm the player. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm the manager. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he finds it hard. To be not playing, yeah. Um, so he goes back up to Scotland for a bit. He just leaves for a few weeks, and Spurs are like, "Where are you?" <laughs> I've just gone home. And, but then, and then that becomes like a scandal. And yeah, MP, which it would be, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like the MP from Scotland is like, "How dare they keep this young homesick boy?" Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. down in London against his will. Yeah. it's very weird. It's quite strange. Why doesn't he just disappear though? Like, I think he just gets sick of not well, there's playing. There's a bit later on which will probably come to where I was trying to figure this out. I think he's at no, where is he? He's somewhere, yeah. and he just goes. I'm going driving around Europe for a month. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Yeah. That sounds like the... He, he drives from mate. Edinburgh to Athens. Yes. Yes. For like a month. For a month yeah. and then drives back. Yeah. Know where he is. Yep. I mean, imagine. Imagine being stuck in a car with Graham Souness <laughs> driving from Glasgow to... Or sorry, Edinburgh to 
Athens. And then all yes. the way back. Then, but he goes to Middlesbrough, uh, and Jack Charlton's like a, a big disciplinarian yeah. in the book. It's definitely not oh, yeah. set up like, I was off the rails, and then someone came along. That person was Jack Charlton. Yeah. It's possibly because we've just done Jason McAteer, which was a really well-structured book and really well-told. Mm. This just sort of... So, like, the revelation that he's moved from Middlesbrough <coughs> to Spurs, he just mentions, oh, yeah, um, then Spurs got relegated, and I scored a, a goal against them. It was 3-0. Anyway, moving on. And, like, that should have been a really, like, emotional, yeah. big moment where you sort of... The, the the two loyalties being merged, it just comes across as like, that ah, was a thing. Anyway, yeah. and later on when he talks about his titles, there's a similar thing where it's like, eh, there we go. Just too much yeah. career. Yeah, too much, but, but, not, but not enough, like too much stuff, not enough story. Yeah, I agree mm, with that. Totally. That should have been the subtitle. Okay, let's move on to his time at, uh, at Liverpool. Uh, he, the chapter names are all the stuff he wins five league titles three European Cups. Uh, really cryptic titles. I, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I... These titles were to the detriment of the book, I would yeah, argue. Yeah. Like, as in the structure of the book to say, we'll start with the league titles and then we'll go back to talking about the European Cups. Mm-hmm. That is not a good system no, for the book. I know what you mean. Because, because there's a huge amount of crossover. There's you, a huge amount of exactly. back and forth. Do you think if you're a big Liverpool fan who remembers those teams well, you might enjoy them more? Because he does talk know. in depth about the individuals who are in the team. Too much yeah, for me, because I didn't really know yeah. loads he of He mentions Phil Neal, which was interesting, because obviously, again, because of McAteer, Phil yeah. Neal was the guy who gave him his big start at Bolton. That's nice when you hear people like that, but mm. otherwise I was like, it's just a list of players. Yeah. That well, I... Lawrence and the Hanson as no, well. Yeah, but that was kind of, I don't know. I didn't really, I, you didn't get a sense of the people, especially because he spends a lot of the time going, these were the big characters in the room. Yeah. Doug Leash, me, Hanson, Lawrence, and Hanson didn't talk that much, actually thinking about it. <laughs> also, we never were allowed to talk during team meetings. If I'd stood up during a team meeting and talked I'd have been shot down but we talked all the time but actually during the team meetings the managers never said anything but they actually said a bunch of stuff yeah. they never gave us any yeah. tactics I can just imagine but it was the first time we took tactics but we had tactics all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, I have no sense of what the the dressing room either could have been the most silent place like before a match or everyone is talking constantly. Those yeah. are the two options I think that you get. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no in between. There's no in between. So but as in, and he never says which is the truth and which is reality. Yeah, true. We were yeah. allowed to punch people. We also got punched, and that was bad and good. And oh, I think it's time <laughs> for this. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, Mary um, Sunes, everyone. <laughs> I think it's really important in the not to go back to the first chapter, but right at the start, he does say, "I never had any footballing heroes." No one I looked up to yeah. at all. I just enjoyed playing football. And you could kind of see that throughout that he's not really like, even though he loves Liverpool, he's still sort he's of. He's not intimidated. He's not intimidated. Mm. He just goes in and he was like, well, I can play with any of these players. Mm. And it just feels like there's also no hero that he's trying to emulate. Yeah. So it's not as special. It just feels like he's, yeah, arrogantly going through each game. I highlighted. <laughs> Also, he says ding dong. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Huckabee. Ding dong! (laughs) You could tell he was always going to be a manager. Uh, He comes back to Liverpool uh, and Ian Rush and Ronnie Whelan. uh, The dressing room's gone, as they say to him. The kids don't listen anymore, they replied. Just kick him in training then, says Graham. (laughs) (laughs) Tactical wizardry. Just kick the kids. Just kick him over. Just kick him. Just kick him. Yeah, he keeps saying things like... 
It sounds bad now, and then you're reading like, yes, it does sound yeah. bad. Right? <laughs> it sounds it's broke broke terrifying. Like, oh, yeah. the breaking, yeah. in the, the breaking the jaw, the jaw is in, is it incredible. Broke his jaw and then taunted him well, afterwards yes. as he was holding yes. his broken yeah. jaw. I was coming <laughs> off and approaching the top of the stairs at Anfield. I don't remember any of their players having a go at me, but then I saw Mavila with the broken jaw and a towel pat with ice in a bow around it. I started laughing at him. <sighs> <laughs> Ridiculous. He says it Good and we're tidings. like, yeah, we can laugh about it now. Yeah. yeah. Well, he can't. He wouldn't be a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just not all right. Oh, this is all in the European Cup chapters where he talks about all the cups he won. Yeah. But then also, like, he'll mention, like, oh, um... Uh, I was really happy when we uh, like won the title, like just very quickly, as opposed to being like the story of we won the title and it was so exciting. It's just, yeah. you know, oh, we had a party that night after See, we won the title. I'm a Liverpool fan and I didn't care about any of this stuff because yeah. it wasn't telling me anything. It was just we were brilliant. We won just, everything. Yeah. And then he touched, he got, oh, Alan Hansen. Oh, he told some great stories. Tell us one then. Yeah, yeah. 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 nothing. <laughs> nothing. Just, yeah. Oh, there are so many. You bits. can imagine the stories were great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, use your imagination. And also, there talks about like the, how great the Liverpool managers were. They sound very bad. Yeah, <laughs> and they'll be like, like Graham Zunas would ask them a question, and he would say they had this great tactic of saying, "Work it out for yourself," <laughs> and shaking their heads as if you were really dumb. And it's like that is not good man management. No, it's not. Yeah, it reminds me of when uh, um, when I was a kid, and I used to ask my mum something, and she'd go. Don't you think you should know that? Go and find out. And then later on, she said to me, I, I just didn't want to say I don't know. <laughs> Go and find out. You should know that. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Where's come the on. saying bees in my bum come from? Yeah. <laughs> should we uh, put another Graham Zuna's Christmas cracker? Oh, yeah, yeah? Do. Amy? Yeah, sure. That's... You wanna? Here we go. Whoa! Whoa! Flying away! My jaw! Ow! Amy, you've got a Graham Zuna's cracker joke? Brilliant. Um, okay, guys, so um, why did the chicken cross the road? Uh, I don't know. Why did why? the chicken cross the road? Frankly, I have no idea. He's all over the shop. His positioning is absolutely atrocious. And as for poor Pogba, he is disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, well. wow. Wow. Mm. Christmas. You've got joke writers in for these. <laughs> <laughs> Very hard to track down these crackers. <laughs> Very hard. Your prize is uh, Ken Zong. Yes. Ken Zong! Ken Zong. Ken Zong. Ken Zong. You might remember uh, my friend Ken writes a new chant for us uh, every week. Norwich bass players. Norwich bass players. And I think he's got some Christmas carols for us. So let's give him a call. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, hello? Hey! Ken, 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 Ken. Oh, 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 Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he's here. Merry Christmas. Hi, Ken. What have you hello, been? everybody. How are you? Hello. Very well. How is everyone? Yep. Yeah, good. good. Very good. Ken, you feeling Christmassy? Oh, always. We, we, <laughs> always? Okay. Year round. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a problem. <laughs> we, yeah, we, maybe. Uh, you, have you got a uh, song for us? And is it a Christmas carol this week? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. It's a, Ooh. I've got a Christmas-themed banger. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Uh, any context you want to give to us? Sure. Okay, well, let me set the scene for this one. We're going back in time to Christmas 2005. Okay. Where else? Carrow Road. You already know what it is. And there's one young man who's just recently arrived on loan from Preston North End, and he's been capturing the hearts and minds of the Norwich faithful. And they had just one message for their club that festive season. We just want him for our own. 
Christmas miracle. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next year, yeah? Take care. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Guys, I want to take you into the photo section. Yes. Uh, or as we oh should call God. it, an appreciation of hair. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. He has you got an incredible perm and incredible A mustache. great mustache. This is in 1969 as a kid at Tottenham, yeah. soon after Body Beautiful. Yeah. I oh, guess. yeah. Oh, you yeah. can see the Butland supporters in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lust and after. <laughs> Um, there's a picture of him in the bath. Look at, uh, as you mentioned, looking exactly the same as Terry McDermott. They look like the Chuckle Brothers. Not to, <laughs> they do. They absolutely look like the Chuckle Brothers. They really do. Um, it's bizarre. Uh, there are good pictures though. There I guess some, there are some really good pictures. Especially if you're a Liverpool fan, yeah, James. Yeah, yeah. There is also he does a thing which is very annoying where he talks about. Um, so he's when he scored his penalty against Tancredi in the uh, shootout final against Rome mm-hmm. in 1984 World Cup, uh, 1984 European Cup final. He says in the captions, I uncharacteristically changed my mind and sent the ball to the keeper's left instead of instead of to his right. But doesn't mention that in the in the story. Literally yeah. nowhere Again, in the story. Too much, yeah. too much story. But that, not but, enough but, whatever but, we say. <laughs> that's like genuinely interesting that's an compared interesting to thought. the rest of the yeah, book. Yeah, he says true. in the in the book he's like I'll put it past Tancredi we won the European Cup. Anyway, bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Miss World. He does end all his story saying yeah. bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Yeah. 
Oh, and also on the next page, uh, the, yeah. world, the Scotland one, there is one of the worst looking tackles. Yeah, I was about to say, seen. flying in, absolutely yeah. flying horror, in, two foot off challenge. the ground. Yeah, it's awful. His studs are up. He's going over the ball, but he just says one of my trademark wholehearted tackles against the Danes. Yeah, I mean, he's probably killed a man. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. Yes. But there's also him like doing punditry, which is just so pointless. Yeah, yeah. It's so the Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Here is me standing on the edge of a pitch, and you can see. <laughs> You can see how annoyed he, like every other pundit looks with him. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is like, for fuck's oh. sake. He's about to diss yeah, Pogba again. Yeah. <laughs> Please, Manchester United aren't playing. Why are you talking about Pogba? <laughs> and that was uh, the pictures of uh, Graham Sooners. Wonderful. And the hair of Graham Sooners. The, the lovely hair of Graham Sooners. It is great hair. One of these crackers is going to include some of his hair, right? Yeah, they will do. Okay, <laughs> they're all made of his hair. <laughs> yeah. He goes off to Rangers uh, to to play. He talked about actually, he's at Scotland and he's at Rangers before that. Um, yeah. Playing times in Scotland qualifies for a few World Cups. He still manages to use these sections to cool people out. Um, Ugh, yeah. Alan Montgomery, for some reason, he, uh, I never really jailed with a guy called Alan Montgomery who came in from Scottish television as chief executive to increase revenue through sponsorship deals and so on. I made it clear I wouldn't work with a man and left the club. <laughs> le- and he left the club. He went very quick. Get rid of him. And then even weirder. Page 150. Um, the final straw was a second argument with a lady called Aggie Moffat who worked behind the scenes at St. Johnston and sadly died recently. <laughs> to start with, it was just about players banging their boots on the floor and leaving mud in it. She thought that wasn't right, made a point of saying so, and it grew out of proportion from there. I just hope she can laugh about it later. <laughs> what was that story? What happened in that story? It sounds like, he, again, it sounds like he killed someone. It, it does. sounds like it starts off like, oh, they were banging some boots and there was some mud, and then afterwards the, the knives came out. There's a. Yeah. There's also he has a habit of doing that where, and that's actually one of the rare times where, uh, talking about Aggie Moffat, he says that she died recently. Uh, so sadly, she died recently. He has a habit of saying the late X a lot to the make X as, as in the the late. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, person yeah, who yeah, has died yeah. in recently, but it makes it sound as if like he's communicating with ghosts constantly. Because <laughs> there's a bit where he's like, maybe "Oh, it's I... Christmas." Yeah, I mean, maybe he is. It's a Christmas Carol. There's a bit where the he ghost says, of uh, Saint Johnston boot room pass. <laughs> he says, "Then I got in a taxi at this ages ago. Um, I got in a taxi at Melbourne Airport and had to knock up the great uh, the late Willie Madrin to pay the fare for me. Ghost taxi." <laughs> the idea that he's like, "Oh, I have to." Go I have to get the late Willie Madron to help pay for me. <laughs> Can I just say, when he played for Melbourne, he played like six games for Adelaide. Melbourne. Yeah. Adelaide. Adelaide, thank yep. you. That was bizarre. Oh, yeah, he never mentioned that. Yep, I agree. He that was, was like playing for another team, and then they were like, "Oh, can you play some games for us?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah sure. all right, okay, right now, yeah, we've got some time, I guess." <laughs> There's also a bit um, when someone plays in the latest in our line of psychopathic pranks. Yeah, uh, someone I can't remember who it is, a footballer. Uh, comes home drunk and they've taken the mattress off the bed. It's one of those springy <gasps> oh ones. My God. And they just oh jump God. on the springs and cut themselves all up. Where do you find this story? It is horrible. It's like something I saw. It also yeah. is one of those things which like requires such a level of thought from the person. He's like, well, he'll probably jump onto the mat- onto the bed without looking first. Mm, yeah. And that'll drunk, really sure. fuck him up. It's, yeah, and it did. It was uh, Mark Haightley who, uh, who took the bed off the thing and Maurice... Uh, I don't know who Maurice is. Some guy called Maurice jumps. <laughs> Crazy old Maurice. Maurice. Lovely Maurice. He says Maurice about three pages before. I don't know who it is. He does that a lot as well, where he'll mention someone three pages before who hasn't had any kind Maurice of... Maurice Johnston. Oh, Maurice Johnston, the first Catholic player to sign for Rangers. That's... Oh, yeah, oh, that is interesting. Another that. thing he changed on the face of yeah. footballing. Oh, 
god. But he jumps on it. He, he, it looks like a cheese grater on his skin. Oh, oh horrifying. Nice. Wait, where's the fella la la la? Um Yes, so uh, Scotland and the, I, I didn't find loads from those. There chapters. was a little bit. Well, I, okay. what I liked, well, what I did like was the way that he started the chapter by saying, "Oh, everyone makes so many complaints about managing, so not managing, playing for for their national team. Oh, the beds are too hard. Oh, I didn't like the food. Oh, the hotel was too far away." And then, like five pages later, he <laughs> says, "Well, you know, it's difficult playing because the beds were too hard. <laughs> uh, the food wasn't very nice, and the hotel was very far away." And you're like, "Do you have no self?" self-awareness yeah and there's another, really doesn't there's another when he survives McAteer style off like Tato's oh or something yeah like that, that's it. yeah, yeah he's got chocolate bars for the whole time because mm, a little breakfast in yeah. Mexico was oh, just a bit too eggy I don't know oh yeah and he says like oh and you know one of the reasons that we didn't do so well in Mexico well it was definitely the eggs and I was like oh here we go classic story coming up some kind go. of hilarious japes and it turns out it's like some of the eggs had some weird brown stuff on it so I didn't eat them anymore anyway I just ate some crisps and you're like, where's the, where's the rest of the story? Where do I have to pay more to get the be- to the end of that anecdote? Was that in the audiobook? <laughs> I fell asleep. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, he moves on and talks about his managing yes. around the world. In my favourite name for a chapter, Man of the World. <laughs> man of the World. Yeah. Yeah, and which uh, is also when he goes to Italy. This is why the book is so hard to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Is he then having talked about Rangers for ages and his Liverpool managing career? He jumps wildly back to talking yeah. about when he played for Sampdoria. Mm. Uh, if the uh, brown stuff on eggs uh, yeah. suggests that he's not a man of the world, already, <laughs> uh, this does uh, on page 182. On a Saturday night, we would stay in a fabulous hotel in the middle of Genoa to prepare for our home game. We'd be sitting as a team, and the waiters would bring out a tray of steaks and cheese, in, which is a weird tray to bring out. <laughs> in bring Britain- out the, the place of steak. <laughs> and cheese. In Britain, players would have wanted the steak and left the cheese, but in Italy, they wanted the cheese with a bit of bread. I found that really strange. <laughs> Man of the world! <laughs> you eat cheese here? It is not just to make your steaks a little bit moister? And he also manages Galatasaray. Which sounds yeah. like... Fu- he, he he seems to really like living in Turkey. Yes. It's probably because mm. cra- uh, Turkish fans are crazy, yeah. and he is absolutely he is crazy. Mad. And also, I feel like they, they appreciate a good moustache in Turkey. They do. That and is I true. Think, and I think they were definitely but, but there's just bits where he says like again where he says like oh Turkey was really fun to manage in and everyone says it's really crazy a couple of people you know ran down the streets with guns yeah, <laughs> yeah. too tame for me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird of broken jaws in that area should I talk Jesus. about the best um, should I talk about the best story in the book we can make it a dramatic reading perhaps yeah, I think it's Please I think do. it's pretty dramatic it's very dramatic it's, it's one of those famous things I've watched on YouTube before it is great um, this story is called Graham Erects a Flag. Uh, uh, cue dramatic music. Uh, when I first joined, a Fenerbahce director had done a piece in the paper saying, what a Galatasaray doing signing a cripple. Oh, oh is that because of his heart issues? Uh, no, I never understood I can't, that. I can't remember it, it, that either. Oh, yeah, he retired because of his knee, I think, so maybe. Oh, uh, maybe. But he's and the manager. manager. Well, it doesn't matter. Didn't explain that at all. It might have been the heart things, yeah. Nine months later, we won the first game of the two-leg cup final 1-0 in our stadium. In the second leg, we were losing 1-0 in their stadium. An extremely hostile environment. It's long, isn't it, this bit? Yeah. But don't worry, the story gets good. When the ball dropped to Dean Saunders in the final minute of extra time, Dean and I, of course, go back to my time as Liverpool manager, and I knew he would uh, score, basically. And he does. I was <laughs> the... That is about what he says. It's basically... Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, this is where the it gets more dramatic. We went down to the pitch to celebrate. Our players went down to where our supporters were. I jogged down there. Oh my god, he's said three times. I know. Just jogged down. Just, just down. I, I, I got onto the pitch. There I am. I'm <laughs> on the pitch now. A huge Galatasaray frag on a pole was handed over the wire fence to us. The I play- love the idea of someone trying to get that through security. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just down their trouser leg. Make it worth it. The players all took it in turns to wave it. I took my turn and he took it too far. And they all <laughs> ran up to the halfway line to get the cup. As I followed them up the halfway line, I looked up at the emptying stand and could see the Fenerbahce guy who I recognised in the director's box. It was a moment of madness on my part of thinking, I'll show you who is a cripple, which obviously this man couldn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if he had shouted. Yeah. <laughs> Say it again! <laughs> so I went to the centre circle and planted the flag there. I quickly realised that the Fenerbahce fans were not terribly thrilled with my actions. <laughs> Put it lightly. That's such a bizarre thing to just be like, oh, I guess you wouldn't like me doing this, would you? In this cauldron oh, of No, fans. this was just for this one specific man. He, yeah. he says that. Yeah. Oh, God. I made it to the tunnel, although I had to duck under the plastic shields of the police to do so unscathed. I was just thinking, I've got away with that, when I was confronted by a Fenerbahce supporter who had got into the tunnel. So I ended up having a bit of a stramash with him. That man died, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that Graham Zuness killed that man. Yeah. He stramashed hey, him to death. It was a stramash. <laughs> yeah. These things happen. It was a monster shram- <laughs> stramash. <laughs> <laughs> I go into the dressing room and thought, well, that's it. I will be on the first plane out of here tomorrow. They'll sack me for sure. But when the Galatasaray directors came down, they had tears in their eyes, and I've never kissed and hugged as many mustachioed men. <laughs> and he played for Liverpool yeah, in the yeah, 70s. Yeah, yeah. Christ. Doing very well. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it was a moment of madness. That was my favourite moment of Graham Sunas, and I think he's a hero for it. That was this, this week's <laughs> dramatic reading. You're right, though. How did he get that flag in there? <laughs> that's what I've been thinking I about think since you said it. Like I... a really long hot dog bun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a, it's just a, I'm really hungry you don't yeah. take your own hot dogs into the stadium yeah. I love it they'd, they'd, yeah. they'd be like oh you can put a flag through but please don't bring your own food yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah he manages uh, he goes to manage uh, Newcastle uh-huh. Well, he doesn't really like it. Newcastle doesn't like Craig Bellamy. But then, but then he, he starts saying, like, oh, I managed Newcastle. But I previously I'd managed Blackburn. And then starts about talking about Blackburn. Yeah. And then, and was then like, goes on to say, oh, I also managed Southampton. I love Southampton. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, completely forgotten all of these things. <laughs> also another weird thing. He uses the word Latin a lot to describe people from many different countries. Yeah. <laughs> he calls Italian people Latin at one point. Yeah. But I know Latin yeah. technically came no, but that's, from... If, yeah. if you're going to be also using it for... Yeah. He, he said... He, there's one point he goes to the Mexican World Cup. He goes, well, I had experience of playing in a Latin country and the only country he could be talking about which isn't England or Scotland is Australia or Italy yeah. I'm like, could be calling Australia Latin I don't know or Canada which again no yeah yes true yeah true as a player if you had a chance to go to Juventus or you could play for either Man United Liverpool Chelsea or Manchester City you'd probably choose the English Premier League if you are a Latin Spain's an enormous attraction if you're a Northern European maybe it's Bayern Munich I am a Latin. <laughs> Hello, I, I'm a Latin. Where shall I play? I am a Latin. I come from literally <laughs> half of the world. <laughs> Take a guess. That's so weird. Um, I, can I also mention how he talks about he managed Torino for six games. Yeah. Uh, which was bizarre and terrible and he got sacked very quickly. Yes. Because, but he mentions that um, he was in Italy for four months. Mm. Yeah. How does that work? He's playing six games yeah. across four months. Maybe, maybe he went in the summer. I don't know. The, I don't, uh, end of yeah, break. Or they have, a, they have a Christmas break as well. I just, I just, the, the, it seemed baffling to me. I was yes. like, yeah. the biggest stretch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got one game, yeah. Yeah. and then we've got a standard seven-week break. So, <laughs> so we're at hours and eight games. Yeah. Most days. Help yourself to cheat. Yeah. 
<laughs> Cheese, have coffee. Maybe it was six games, he just wasn't turning up to some of them. Just like, <laughs> we're finding you because you're never yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> You've been here for six, yeah. you've played 24. <laughs> Leave. He actually spent five seasons at Torino, yeah. but only managed six games. Went back to his parents' place in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to Greece. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to Greece. I wanted to drive to Greece. Yeah, What's the problem? Like he can't tame me. I'm the man of the world. Yeah. Good news though, he does get naked towards the end of the book. Yeah, books. yeah. <laughs> Which Jack's not happy with that. Yeah, yeah. two I books now where he's been yeah. naked. Yeah. Two books. Mm. We should try and do like a Graham Sooners naked <clears throat> series. I think I could draw his ding, body ding. perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Grandfather clock at the bottom. <laughs> Those people at Butlins definitely can draw it perfectly. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Yeah. You don't have to go that far, sir. <laughs> um, the night before an operation, a nurse came into my room and told me to get out of bed and stand on the chair naked. <laughs> no one says that. No nurse wanders in. Get on the bed. Stand, stand on the chair. I'm a friend of the late Maggie <laughs> Later I realised I was being held hostage. (laughs) And then ran a felt-tip pen down the veins on the inside of my leg. I was completely shaved from the armpits down. This is the sexy reading. I was completely shaved from the armpits down by this time, and not a pretty sight. This was all in case they needed to use any of those veins during the operation. (laughs) Okay, I think you've confused sexy with medical emergency. Ah, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, So you were saying that the earlier bit where he was talking about being at Spurs was the best chapter? Yeah. For me, this was the best. Uh, yeah, I could agree. This is the bit where I felt like finally we had some vulnerability. Yeah, mm. really him. vulnerable. He's quite young at the time. He's obviously got high blood pressure, yeah. which you could anyone could tell from the age of <laughs> nine. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, he um, and then he, but he gets uh, he gets ill, and he um, he has to have an operation to save him, and it he really confronts death. There's a really yeah. nice, well, not nice bit, horrible bit, where he says like he's lying with fluid in his lung in, yeah. a, in a hospital bed, and he's like, "Don't go to sleep because this is how people die." And it was moving, really moving really that moving. bit, and he gets quite vulnerable. He says he starts breaking down little things. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's emotional. He can't go to uh, like things after matches anymore. Cause yeah, tears in his eyes. Yeah, and he's he's a bit depressed in this. But I think, and he writes, he does write about it really well again. Yeah. Just write it. Genuinely. Yeah, um, it's a good chapter. He does have one uh, bit that he has to chuck in something that's a bit sinister. Yeah. Um, the following morning, I was taken into theatre, and as the anaesthetic got to work, I settled into a peaceful state. I quite enjoy being knocked out. <laughs> that was a bit weird. Sex thing. Sex thing. Sure, sex thing. James, you haven't had a crack oh, yet? Oh, come on. There you go. Jesus. <laughs> oh! That's a hard one, that. Uh, we'll be oh, one. Do you well, like yeah. <laughs> oh, that turns me on. <laughs> Do you want me to read you, your joke? A little notebook. Oh, it's a glittery one. That's, oh, wow. That's too, it's just too, filled too with flashy. insults about uh, <laughs> yeah. Paul Pogba. Uh, change, you want me to read your joke? Yes, please. Uh, doctor, doctor, I feel like a pair of curtains. I wonder why you're weeks late for this appointment. Oh, I think that must be um, one of my Yoshida's Christmas cards. Mixed up. What am I thinking? <laughs> Very good. How did that happen? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Must be made of the same fashion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Is there anything else in the book, guys, you wanted to mention at all? Uh, oh, the last chapter is, is... So the last chapter is after the one mm. where we talk about uh, his you know vulnerability yeah. and how sweet and nice it is. Yeah. The last chapter is terrible. We're just listing off players. Who oh, are yeah. God. And he just another goes, rant. It's just another pub ball rant. And it's... it's such an it's it's like it feels I mean it's appropriate it's a Christmas episode it feels like he's just gotten drunk in an armchair and it's just saying oh let me tell you about oh lord you know what else do I know pretty much an example of this is him saying foreign is fashionable in the Premier League (gasps) this this really sums him up 
uh, for managers and players, but it doesn't mean that everyone who comes in is a brilliant addition to our football. For example, who decided Bob Bradley, an American, would be a good choice to bring in at Swansea last season? A Latin. Is, uh, yeah. Yeah, a, yeah, a Latin American. A Latin yeah. man yeah. coming yeah. to Wales. When he had no experience of British football. Um, two chapters earlier... Uh, Graham was uh, admitting that he yeah. had absolutely no knowledge of Portuguese or yeah. Turkish football yes. or even kind oh, yeah, of really... Because he managed Benfica. But he, he, does, but he well, does really well, yeah. Like, yeah, and he's got Well, Graham does He's not a foreigner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a good Brit. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to make the rest of the world less foreign. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Turkey? <laughs> I'll just turn up and well. Can I mention one last thing? Yeah. Of course. Uh, that is in the final chapter where he says he wants to retain Britishness in the Premier League, an aggressive style of football. But he says the line, human beings like physical encounters. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> which, is, which is something that an alien would write in a notepad. Uh, I've seen here that the human beings like the physical encounters. <laughs> they do not like to jump onto beds without mattresses. Some like to eat cheese and bread. <laughs> I found the this Latin very, very strange. There is actually a nice thing in this book, which is a, there's a positive thing, which actually was probably nice. my favourite bit of the whole book. The end? When, <laughs> when um, he he gets on a on Fergie's plane back with him. Oh, oh yeah, that is oh, nice. I've read this out to some people. Sweet but the son. Oh, it's yeah. so sweet. Really, he's asking, asking questions and he's asking how Ronaldo does those free kicks and... Fergie says to him, "Never, never stop him asking questions." Mm. And it's it's nice. Though. It is it's, nice. It's, it's really nice cute. Race, and, he, and he talk, and he gets like a ball, and he says, "Like, can you, um, you know, I'll show you how you put spin on it." It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. That's really nice. And he's like ducking down to this low little plane. I can uh, I can see it. No, he painted a nice want, picture. Why would he want Ferguson to teach him how Ronaldo takes free? Ronaldo did it. this like seventy year old Scottish man in a plane where you can't kick a ball. Yeah, great. I could show you, but no, it is sweet. The problem is it Soonest is his dad, so he asks Soonest questions and he's going to go, just break his jaw. Or work it out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not I'm not here to teach you how to break someone's away. kneecaps. Yeah. And there's, there was one more bit, the only bit in the whole book that made me laugh out loud. Hit me. Oh my was when he, he basically said he'd forgotten about football. I think it might have been after he was... He'd had his heart problems. Yeah, he was yeah. gardening and stuff. And he was gardening and his <laughs> wife, bless her, was like, Graham, this match is on. And he went, so what? <laughs> Like, That's such a funny so idea. rude. Like I'm, I'm so trying rude. to make a connection with you, Graham. Yeah. I'm walking into your world. I'm letting you know about something that's happening in your world. Really? So what? The match is starting soon, George. Yeah. So what? So what? I'm gardening. I'm a gardener now. Get out of here. I like the idea that once he'd gone back into football, she would start to say things about like gardening. Be like, oh, the roses are coming in nicely. So what? Yeah. I'm a manager now. <laughs> <laughs> and then when. He- I can't keep up with you, Graham. <laughs> when he's uh, when he's left management, he's becoming a pundit. She's like, "Oh, there's a job become available at Bournemouth." So what? <laughs> I'm a pundit now. <laughs> so for the quiz this week, uh, you're all named after people he likes and respects. Jack, you're Neil Lennon. Cool. Uh, Amy, you're Alan Hansen. Yes. And James, you're a prawn cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think he's made, I think uh, prawn cocktails made the most impression of the three yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah, him, I, so, I agree. Yeah. Um, question one Who did Graham Soonest Make his Scotland debut against This is a tough one Neil Ooh. Lennon Yes You got shout out Your name member Which Jack has done Oh god mm, um, I'm going to have to rush you Three uh, Two Switzerland No Close Prawn cocktail Yes 
Uruguay? No, that's oh, not close to Alan well, it's Latin, but yeah. Was it Holland? No, uh, mm. the answer is East Germany. Oh, that's tough, yeah. yeah. Uh, question two How does Scotland teammate Archie Gemmell describe Graham? Oh, God. Oh, uh, Alan Hansen. Yes. Is it a chocolate soldier? Great. Oh, yes, it is. Because I, I, I spent so long reading that, being like, what does that mean? Yeah. yeah. And it was like, he's a chocolate soldier because he likes to eat himself. If he, he was made of chocolate, himself. he'd eat himself. God. But also, uh... chocolate chocolates don't like to eat chocolates. Why are you We're not reading Archie like, Gemmell's book. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining, imagining eating my own hand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Delicious. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> and Graham agrees with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he says it's like an insult. He goes, yeah, he's right. I would eat myself. Graham knows he loves himself. Um, question three. For some reason in the book, Graham lists how many houses he's lived in. What's the number? Oh, uh, oh, hang on. Uh, what's my name? Um, Neil Lennon. Yes. Is it 27? Oh, my God. Great. <laughs> and uh, follow-up question. Where does Graham soonest consider buying property to make it number 28? Alan uh, oh. Hansen. Yes. Oh... Australia. Yes. Yes. Uh, not so as yeah. She, he reading once. He just goes again. Man, though, he goes. Oh, maybe I'll move to yeah. Australia tomorrow. I'll be a new <laughs> Karen reading that, being like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Graham, there's some punditry. Oh, who cares? <laughs> so what? You can I'm an Australian <laughs> now. <laughs> and finally, Thank come on, you. prawn cocktail. Who is Graham soonest describing here? He looks like a bad guy that Clint Eastwood comes up against him. On the <gasps> oh, yes, he was. Yes. Well, can I finish the conversation? Yeah. It looks like a bad guy that Clint Eastwood comes up against in one of the spaghetti westerns from the 60s and 70s. Who is it, Prawn Cocktail? Diego Costa. He's right. Ah, well done. Alan Hansen, you win for us. Yeah, you win. Alan Hansen. Yes. Finally, Alan Hansen winning Finally, something. Yeah. Which is fitting because uh, Alan Hansen, it's your last It's your last episode. It's your last I'm kicking you off. No, it's not. Aren't you? It's Amy, just like match of the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amy is uh, moving to retire to the MLS. Yeah. Uh, she... to Montreal yeah. Montreal <laughs> Impact yeah, going exactly. to. I go to uh, Toronto Toronto FC they okay. have uh, a respectable team did really Defoe good time he did yes he yeah. did Drake convinced him and Drake convinced Amy to move to Toronto <laughs> yeah. Drake's a very podcast. influential man um, but no we're going to miss you a lot and um, we've, you've Thanks, been guys. you've offered so much to the podcast you made a little bit of your best bits I met Gareth Bale in Loughton Sainsbury's. If anything, I trudged slowly through it, praying for the sweet, sweet release of the end. <laughs> of the book. I currently stood in a skip, helping Jermaine Pennant look for pogs. <laughs> Again. I used to fancy Honda so much. But yeah, overall, ter- uh, terrible. I hate it. <laughs> Jesus. Please move Brutal. <laughs> yeah. It's not all bitches and Porsches. <laughs> Jeez. He looks like the bad guy from The Bug's Life, the <gasps> grasshopper. Oh my god, he does! I think he'd say Pappy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like I've just been like, oh my god, I've never said Pappy before in my life. He'd call me Pappy yeah. if we were together. Mm, a little breakfast in Mexico was just a bit too eggy, I don't know. Oh yeah, okay. disgrace. <laughs> Don Esteban. Don Esteban. Don Esteban. Mary Flemmas. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that was great. Nice. Oh, all those one? memories. Did that oh. move you to tears as much as... Um, what was the book that made you cry? Graham, Gary Monk? Uh, no, Saha. Saha made Saha you cry. Made you cry. Oh, Most of the time I spent editing is editing out Amy's tears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He's show. had to get so many new microphones. Um, can I rate this out of 10? Can we rate this out of 10? Uh, I'll give it a five. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a six. I quite liked it at times. Times it was an eight, times it was a four. Okay. Amy? I'm going to give it a four. 
Okay. The only thing I learned in this book is that Tottenham Hotspur had an X-ray machine in their oh, stadium. Yeah, that yeah. was just the one and only thing I learned. On the centre circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James, moment of truth. What's your score? Mm. Is that the uh, that is it? Uh, <laughs> low. That is low this time. I was going to go with five, but it made me fall asleep, and it was terrible. So four. Oh, oh. actually not. That's the lowest. That's a thought. Yeah. That's nineteen. Uh, that means it's uh, four point seven five. Yeah, not great. I can't think where it, it falls in the. This is a special episode. Four point so seven. Yeah, in if it was in the series, it's about. It's, I think it's just above Gary Monk. Yeah, I think. Which is well, probably about. Probably right, about right. Yeah, it's good fine. work, guys. Yeah, I'd say that's, that's pretty fair. Um, anyone has any thoughts on the book? Have you read it or you want to read along? Message us reviews. Follow us at Footy Book Club on Twitter. Football Book Club on Instagram. Mm. Uh, review the podcast. Subscribe. Follow us. Um, and for the last words this week, I'd like us to re- to sing a little carol. Ooh, I've written. Wow. Okay. You guys, you guys okay. up for that? Some singing? So what? Bothered. A one, a two, a one, two, three. On the first day of Christmas, Grim soon escaped to me. A boot worn by Darren Huckabee. That's hard. On the second day of Christmas, Grim soon escaped to me. Two-footed tackles and a boot worn by Darren Huckabee. I slipped up there. On the third day of Christmas, Grim soon escaped to me. Yeah. Three European Cups, two-footed tackles and a boot worn by Darren Huckabee. Actually accurate that as well, that one. On the fourth. Day of Christmas, Graham soon escaped to me. Four plates of Gary Monk sandwiches, three European cups, two footed tackles, and a boot worn by Darren Huckabee. Got so much more to go. On the fifth day of Christmas, Graham soon escaped to me. Five league titles. Four plates of Gary Monk sandwiches, three European cups, two-footed tackles, and a boot worn by Darren Huckabee. On the sixth day of Christmas, Christmas gave to me six delayed curtains, five league titles, four plates of Gary Monk sandwiches, three European cups, two-footed tackles, and a boot worn by Darren Huckabee. Halfway there. On the seventh day of Christmas, Christmas gave to me. Seven trees for Graham Roder, six delayed curtains, five league titles, four plates of Gary Monk sandwiches, three European cups, two-footed tackles, and a boot worn by Darren Huckabee. Guys, should we just jump straight to 12 days? No! How dare you? After seven that we would jump. (laughs) On the eighth day of Christmas, Graham soon escaped to me. Eight foot of battered haddock, seven trees for Glen Roder, six delayed curtains, five league titles, four plates of gang sandwiches, three European cups, two footed tackles, and a boot worn by Darren Huckabee. On the ninth day of Christmas, Christmas escaped to me. Nine broken jaws, eight foot of battered haddock, seven trees for Glen Roder, six delayed curtains, five league titles, four plates of Gary Monk sandwiches, three European cups, two butter tackles, and a boot worn by Darren Huckabee. You will not cut this. <laughs> On the tenth day of Christmas, when June escaped to who? Ten stories of Kieran Dyer's lack of professionalism, nine broken jaws, eight foot of battered Haddock, seven trees for Glen Roder, six delayed curtains, five league titles, four plates of Gary Monk sandwiches, three European cups, two footed tackles, and a boot worn by Darren Huckabee. 
On the eleventh day of Christmas, Christmas gave to me eleven underperforming professionals, ten stories of Kieran Dyer's lack of professionalism, nine broken jaws, eight foot of bad haddock, seven trees for Glenrona, six delayed curtains, five league titles, four plates of Gary Monk sandwiches, three European cups, two footed tackles, and a boot warm by Darren Huckabee. Almost there, guys, give it all for the last one. The twelfth day. Of Christmas, Graham soon escaped to me. Twelve perfect poems, eleven underperforming professionals, ten stories of Kieran Dyer's lack of professionalism, nine broken jaws, eight foot of battered haddock, seven trees of Glenroda, six delayed curtains, five league titles, balls, four plates of Graham sandwiches, three European cups, two footed tackles, and a boot. Won by Darren Huckabee. Oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Yes, See you next year. Hey. So Fuck. what? <laughs> I think I made a mistake. Can we take it from the top? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Christmas Football Book Club. It featured James Bug, Jack Bernhardt, Amy Lawson, and James Balgen. and was created and produced by me, James Bug. Thanks to Graham Sooners for writing the book, but what are they up to now? Well, Graham Sooners has shaved his moustache and is now the TV's cheeriest football pundit. He's also Butland's Body Beautiful champion, a record 52 years running despite eating a prawn cocktail every day. Carlos Tevez couldn't recover from Graham's criticism and returned to Argentina never to be seen again. Peter Beardsley has since bought a third flavour protein powder. He can bench press a horse. Graham's wife has learned never to bother him in the garden ever again, and his childhood friend has defied medical science and reached the age of 60 despite having a pickaxe stuck in his head. The songs Jingle Bells and Lobby Time are the property of Kevin MacLeod at filmmusic.io and are licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. Remember to review, subscribe and share the podcast. We'll be back with more episodes in the new year. We can't wait. Have a great Christmas. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.